fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. The woman who peered out of the coach of the stage as it came to a stop before the usual curious crowd in New York attracted quite a lot of attention. Hey, look. A lady passenger. Yeah, good looker, too. Ah, she's alone in the coach. The crowd of men surged forward and gaped anew as the coach door opened and Leela Cooper stepped out, dressed in the latest fashion of the day. Man alive, she's sure pretty. I wonder who she is. Hey, look at them fancy clothes. Sheriff Tyler was quick to move forward and help her down the coach steps. Uh, can I help you, ma'am? Why, thank you so much. Oh, I see you're wearing a badge. Yes, ma'am. I'm the sheriff of New Rock. Sheriff Tyler's the name. Oh, you're very kind, sheriff. You know, my friends in St. Louis told me the men out here'd be, uh, well, unmanly. But I see they're wrong. <laughs> Glad you think so, ma'am. So you come from back east, huh? Mm -hmm. I took the stage over here from the railroad station at Stockton. Oh, it's so tiring traveling, isn't it? I reckon it is at that. Uh, someone supposed to meet you? No. I, I feel like an adventurer's coming away out here alone. Sheriff, where could a respectable widow like myself <laughs> stay in New Rock? That is, until I get sent. A widow, huh? Well, well. 
We got a right nice hotel here, ma'am. It's plenty respectable. Oh, I'm sure it'll do if you say so, Chef. My husband came through here once and always said it would be the place to live. He left me comfortably fixed, and, and I thought of New Rock, so I came here. <laughs> Mighty glad you did, ma'am. Now, if you'll be so kind as to tell me how to get to the hotel, I'll get my luggage. Ma'am, I'll but... take you right to it. Hey, one of you hombres, bring the ladies' luggage to the hotel. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they all want to help. Uh, now, if you come along with me, ma'am, we'll be at the hotel in a jiffy. Later that day, Leela left the hotel and once again attracted much attention as she moved daintily along the boardwalk carrying a lace-trim parasol. Howdy, ma'am. And once again, Sheriff Tyler, seeing her from his office window, decided to try to be of service to the pretty widow. Leaving the office, he hurried across the street and with hat in hand, approached Leela. Howdy, ma'am. Why, Sheriff Tyler, how nice to see you again. I thought maybe I could direct you if you happen to be looking for any certain place. <laughs> I suppose I could find the bank without too much trouble. <laughs> yes, I'm I reckon so, but seeing as how I was about to go that way anyway, I'll mosey along and show you just where it is. Uh, uh, that is, if you have no objection. It's very thoughtful of you, Sheriff. A woman feels a bit conspicuous walking alone through town, don't you think? <laughs> well, now, not being a woman, I just can't say. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, got to admit, you got plenty of people gaping at you. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> Shall we go? Yes, ma'am. I suppose you know the head of the bank. Well, I sure do. Everybody in town knows Jonathan Abbott, I reckon. I'll take you right in and introduce you, if you like, ma'am. Oh, that'll be fine. My name is Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> I know. I've seen it on the hotel register. Oh, Sheriff, <laughs> I see there's no way of keeping a secret from a smart lawman like you. Well, if I do say so myself, I keep on my toes. There isn't much gets by me in this town. I can spot a crook the minute I lay my eyes on one. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, ma'am. I can see that my funds will be safe in the New Rock Bank with you here, Sheriff. Yep, it'll be safe, all right. Oh, here's the bank. Uh, we go right back to Jonathan's private office. I do hope I'm not taking up your time, Oh, no, no, things are quiet in town right now. Here we are. Come in. Uh, after you, ma'am. Thank you, Sheriff. Uh, Jonathan, I brought a mighty nice customer to meet you. Uh... This is Mrs. Cooper, Jonathan Abbott. Well, how do you do? How do you do, Mrs. Cooper? Won't you sit down? There's a couple of chairs. Why, thank you, Mr. Abbott. Yeah, maybe I better go oh, along please, now. Oh, please, Chef, do sit down. You've been so helpful to me. Well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> don't want to butt in. Oh, I don't mind you knowing my business. <clears throat> well, what can I do for you, Mrs. Cooper? I'm mighty glad to do business with any friend of Sheriff Tyler's. Uh, thanks, Jonathan, thanks. I want to open an account with you. Why, of course, of course. How much will you deposit? You'll be surprised at what I have in this small bag, Mr. Abbott. I'll just put it on the desk and open it now. Reach, both of A gun. What the... I'm a good shot. If either of you even move, I'll plug you. Here, see here, Sheriff. Is this a joke? Well, maybe so, it's but no I... Joke. I'll move around behind you, Sheriff. Sit still. There. I have your gun. Well, I don't get this. You can't get out of here. And 
what is this all about, anyway? <laughs> a few friends of mine were in the bank when we came through just now, Sheriff. They're out there quietly robbing the bank and tying up the help. You'll meet them directly. Uh, Sheriff Tyler, you brought her in here. If what she says is it true... It couldn't she... have been planned like this, Jonathan. I met her just by accident live. I intended to go to your office asking for information and help, Sheriff. But you saved me the trouble by being at the stage stop when I arrived. <laughs> I think I could have persuaded you to bring me here. I've been a fool. Took in by fancy clothes, nice talking, and a pretty face. Remember, Sheriff. You said you could spot a crook the minute you laid your eyes on one. My thunder woman, you won't get away with this. You'll go to jail. All and... right in here. Hi, Raleigh. How did things go? Fine, Leela. Jake and Squint are just about ready to leave. Got the vault all cleared out. Well, I see you got the sheriff cornered all right. <laughs> the two tellers and a customer are bound in gag. I'll get to work on these two. I brought some cord along. You first, Sheriff. No, see here. Keep I... quiet or you'll get a bullet. By thunder, I believe you would plug me at that. She sure would, Sheriff. If you'd ever been up Arizona way, you'd have heard of the Widow Bandit. That's her. The, the Widow oh. Bandit? I saw a handbill on her in Pecos, but it said she was it a brunette. It said she was a brunette, dressed in plain black clothes, acted feminine and helpless, and was dangerous with a gun. Right, Sheriff? But you're a blonde. I used to be an actress in St. Louis. I have a lot of wigs, Sheriff, and I know all the tricks that'll take in simple fools like you men here in the West. Gag him, Raleigh. Sure. Wait. Tie up the other one and hurry. Have him tied and gag in a minute. Jake, get the front door locked. It's just about closing time anyway. Yeah, he bolted it. Pulled the shades. There. This is an outrage. To think our own sheriff brought that woman in here. Shut up. There, he's tied and gagged too. We're off like clockwork, Leela. Yeah, we got plenty out of this job. No one made a sound. They were scared to death. All right, you boys go out the back way. Search the banker for his keys. We'll lock him in. Right. You timed it just right. Five minutes before closing time. I bet nobody will find him till morning. <laughs> By that time, we'll be far, far away. Let's get out of here. Let me out the front way, then join me in back of the hotel in ten minutes. Several days later, on the trail south of New Rock... The Lone Ranger and Tonto rode at a leisurely pace as they discussed news Tonto had learned that morning when he stopped at a small town for supplies. Them say woman leave bank by front door, walk to hotel. People think bank closed for day and not find sheriff and others till next morning. That widow bandit is clever and dangerous, Tonto. Oh, that right. Raleigh Anson and his outlaw gang were bad enough before she joined them. I understand she's Anson's sister. Ah, me hear that. And from what I've learned, she was an actress in St. Louis and married there. Her brother formed a gang and pulled a robbery. Her husband was with him and was shot. Leela Anson joined the gang, swearing to get even with all lawmen. The gang moved to Arizona, now working southward. Let's hurry a bit. I want to reach Red Gulch by tomorrow afternoon. Until then. Must count. Early the following afternoon, the Lone Ranger and Tonto pitched camp in the hills near Red Gulch. Then Tonto rode into town to replenish their food supply. After leaving the general store, the Indian rode up the street just as the stage arrived. Tonto dismounted and hastened to join the crowd around the stage. 
The sheriff pushed through the crowd just as Tonto reached a place of advantage where he could hear the details. What's all that about being held up, Ned? Just what I said, Sheriff. They wounded the guard. He's in the coach. The outlaws were masked. Some of you men get the guard out of the coach, Pronto. Get him to the dock. Now go on. Tell me about it. Did they get the shipment of new paper money you were to bring to the bank? Yep, they sure did. You see, when we left the express office in Stockton this morning, we had only one passenger. A nice-looking, gray-haired old lady. Where is she now? Now, wait. I'm a-coming to that. The guard and me was up on the boot. She was in the coach alone. We was riding the trail where it goes along the creek a few miles back when the old lady called out. We heard her and stopped the stage. Then what? I got down and looked into the coach. She was a-lying back with her eyes closed, looking sick-like. For a minute, I got scared, thinking she was dead. I called out to the guard to come back a minute. Hey, guard! Guard! Come here a minute, quick! Hey, what's wrong? Hey, what's happened to the old woman? Maybe she's dead. You better get inside. Oh, I guess riding the stage made me a little sick. If both of you could help me get out and stand up for a minute. Sure, maybe... help me get her out, guard. I'll get in this side. You go around to the other. Yeah, I'm setting a rifle down here a minute. All right. You, you men are so nice to me, me being so much trouble. Now, you'll all be right. all right, ma'am. We'll help you out. Holy mackerel, outlaws! Oh, oh, I gotta get my rifle. Hold it, mister. A gun. Hey, you don't sound old. Oh, 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 oh. Go to it, boys. I got the guard covered in here. Fine, good work. We'll get the money box. All right, get it, men. Oh, right. you tricked us. Give me that gun. No, you don't. Oh, oh. Hurry up and get out of there. We've brought your horse. Let's get going now. You sure made this hold up easy for us? Then she got out of the coach. Surprise, you please. And mounting a spare horse like an expert, she rode away with the outlaws. Never heard the like of it. Fooled by an old woman by thunder. A short time later, Tonto arrived at the camp and told the Lone Ranger what he had heard. Tonto, that supposedly old woman must have been Leela Hansen, the widow bandit. Ah, and that's what me think, Kimasabi. Now that I know she and the gang are around here, I won't give up until we catch them. We'll get on their trail right now. Here, Silver. Easy, big fella, easy. Easy, Scott, easy, fella. One scout. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. The holdup had taken place east of Red Gulch, and the Lone Ranger's camp was slightly north of town, 
so that it took a little time for the masked man and the Indian to reach the trail that ran from Stockton to Red Gulch. Finally, they were on the trail and riding toward the place where the driver had said the holdup occurred. The trail runs along the creek for a short distance not far from here, Tonto. That must be where it happened. Well, that right. The trail bends toward the creek just ahead. Well, maybe we'd abandoned half gang cover tracks by riding along in creek, Kimasabi. We'll have to pick up their trail somehow. They'll leave the creek eventually. Ah. Well, we had bend a trail now. Soon we'd be where outlaws robbed stage. As the two men rounded the bend in the trail, they saw a group of horsemen stopped ahead. Oh, sir. Oh, boy. He's in oh, city. Oh, oh. Sheriff and his posse got here ahead of us. Haven't seen us yet. Turn around quick, Tonto. They won't wait for me to explain my mask right now. Come on, Silver. Get him off, Scout. As the Lone Ranger and Toto rode away, the posse noticed them and started on their trail. After about half an hour of hard riding, the masked man and Toto managed to lose the posse. While they rested the horses a few moments, the Lone Ranger spoke. They can't try to find the outlaw's trail right now, Toto. Anyway, what trail they might have left will be trampled over by the posse. That's right. Well, what we do now, Kimasabi? For the time being, we'll return to camp. Then we'll decide what to do next. All right, let's move on. Come on, Silver! Let's come! Meantime, Leela and her gang had ridden along in a shallow creek for about two miles, finally leaving it at a place where shale covered the shore to the water's edge so that no tracks could be found. Soon they reached a clearing in which there was a dilapidated two-room cabin, alongside of which stood a weather-beaten prairie schooner. Undergrowth had all but reclaimed the clearing, and it was easy to see the place had been deserted for some time. As the outlaws dismounted, Leela spoke. Now listen to me, boys. We were lucky Jake remembered this old place where his uncle came and settled a couple of years ago. Served as headquarters where we could plan for the stage job. But now we've got to move fast. They'll come here sooner or later searching for us. You said you had a tricky plan for hiding out, Leela. And you said you thought of it when you saw the prairie schooner standing over yonder. Yeah, that's right. Covered wagon did give me an idea. That's why I told you to clean it up and put it in good condition. It has to look like it just arrived here after a trip from Missouri. Yeah, the wagon's been cleaned up and put in good shape, Leela. Nobody'd know it hasn't just made a recent journey westward. That's right, Leela. The canvas is all patched and the harness fixed in oil, too. The wagon's ready to roll. Even has the old household stuff in the back like you wanted. From here, it looks all right to me. I see you file the rust off the iron wheel rims, too. I guess it'd fool anybody now. Well, I'm going inside and get out of this old woman's get-up. Well, just what are we going to do then, Leela? We're going to hitch the horses to that prairie schooner, then get in the wagon and head west, straight into Red Gulch. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, that's, that's kind of risky. You mean we're going to make out like we're pioneers just coming west? Yeah, that's just it. I'll have a gingham dress, a sunbonnet, and red pigtails. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll be riding the wagon seat with you, Jake. As your daughter. My daughter. Oh, man alive, Lily. You, you can sure think up the smart tricks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ride right into town, put up there for a few days, while the sheriff and his posse scar the countryside looking for us. We'll be just a tired but happy bunch of pioneers, fresh in from Missouri. <laughs> now get busy and change, then we'll be on our way. The Lone Ranger and Toto had returned to their camp and were discussing the events that had taken place. Toto, it's too bad we didn't get there before the posse. By now, they've covered any tracks the outlaws might have left, as I said a while ago. Ah. While posse's still out hunting, it's risky to try find outlaws' trail, Kimasabi. 
I'd like to be in town when the posse returns to find out if they hit on anything. Um, me help you fix disguise. Then you go into town without masks, Kimazabi. Yes, that might be a good idea. We won't stay long in town, but we might hear something. Let's get busy, Toto. Ah. It was dusk when the Lone Ranger, with his features disguised and without his usual mask, reached town with Toto and rode up the back way. Leading their horses in the shadows behind the cafe, the two men strolled slowly up the street toward the sheriff's office. A deputy lounged in a chair on the porch of the sheriff's office, and as they started past, the Lone Ranger and Tonto stopped a moment. Has the sheriff and the posse come back yet? Nope. But I reckon they'll be coming any minute now, seeing as how it's getting dark. Yes, I suppose so. Hmm. Looks like the posse coming now. Yep. Guess it's him, all right. Well, man, looks like luck's against us so far. We'll get together in the morning and do some more searching. All right. Looks like we got some newcomers in Red Ghost. Seems to be only one wagon, though. Howdy, mister. Where are you from? Come all the way from Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Yes, sir, we're plumb worn out with traveling, I can tell you. My little girl Sue here is sure tuckered. Sue, wake up, girl, wake up. Oh, I'm so tired. My little sister just can't get used to wagon travel. She's been a longing for a bed to rest in ever since we left Missouri. Hmm. And who else you got with you? Just my Uncle Jed. He's asleeping back yonder in the wagon. How are you going to stop here, Paul? Can't we stay here for just a little while, maybe? Well, now, honey, we're low on money, but... I reckon maybe we can linger a day or two and see if we want to settle here, Bucks. I just can't ride any further. I just can't. I wish we never left home honest to do. Now, look, mister. That girl's about tuckered out, like you said. I'll go to the hotel and fix things so it won't cost you anything. Now, you go put up your wagon. Thanks, Sheriff, thanks. We'll put up the wagon right away. Thanks for everything, Sheriff. Get up there. Come on. Get up. Get up. Yeah, mighty pretty little thing. Mighty pretty. All right, Dodo, let's move on. Ah, me watch you close, Kimasabi. You stare at pioneers, stare at horses and wagons. You have strange look. Be not savvy. Let's get to the horses, Toto. There's something I want to do before it gets too dark. I'll tell you later what I've been thinking. All right, let's hurry. Uh-huh. When the Lone Ranger and Toto had mounted, they rode toward the end of town from which the wagon had come and started along the trail following the wheel marks. After riding for some time back along the wagon's trail, they came to the clearing and the deserted cabin. Look there, Toto. See that oblong space where the growth has died out? Ah. It looked like wagons stand there long time. We see places where wheels leave dents and ground. Exactly. That wagon we saw in town came from here. It's been standing there ever since some pioneer left it. For at least a year, I'd say. Oh, then people in wagon tell lie. Them not come west now. That's right, they didn't. What make you suspect? I noticed the girl's clothing and her hair. Her clothes weren't dusty, nor her hair windblown. Also, I sized up the horses, saddle horses recently used. When I looked closely, I could see newly made spur marks on one of them. And the other bore the faint outline of a saddle. Not bad. They did a good job of putting the wagon in shape, Tonto. They made one big mistake. Mm, what that? Taking the rust off the wheels to make it look as though it was recently used on a long trip, they 
neglected to move the wagon for where it was standing. Oh, how you know, Kimasabi? What you see? On both wheels near me, while they were stopped in town, I saw heavy rust on a portion of the rims, where the wheels might have rested on damp ground. The rest of the rim on each wheel had the rust taken off. Oh, it good you see that. Who you think people in wagon are? Leela Anson and the three outlaws that ride with her. Oh. Once more, she's up to her trick of making a fool out of a sheriff. Come on, let's get back to town. Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. Returning to town, the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion stopped long enough at the edge of Red Gulch for a note to be written. Then, giving the note to Tonto to take to the sheriff, the Lone Ranger put on his mask and rode to the back of the hotel. Oh, Silver. Oh, easy. Standing the masked man entered the back door of the hotel, then moved along the long corridor, stopping to listen at first one door, then another. Finally, he heard what he was hoping to hear. Yeah, Lena, you sure are smart. We let you have this room, we'll take the next one. Now. Yeah, and I'll keep the money we got from the stage in here with me, just Better. to be safe. That'll be safe. The Lone Ranger waited a few minutes while the four outlaws talked on. Then he heard an awaited signal from out back. The time had come to act. The masked man tapped sharply on the door. Yeah, who's there? A friend. Let me in quick. You're in danger. Come in, and we all got guns on you, mister. A masked man. Keep him covered, boys. Right. All right, you. Talk fast. Why did you come here? To warn you and to join up with you, maybe. Warn us of what? Look, I know who you are. We're pioneers from Missouri, didn't you know? Maybe they believe that, but I know better. She's the widow bandit in your Anson's gang. So he does know. All right, Mr. Smart Ombre, you guessed right. I am Lee Lanson, the widow bandit. But you won't live to tell anyone. I'm wearing a mask. Doesn't that mean anything, Leela? Well, maybe. Tall, handsome Ombre like you might be a welcome addition to our gang at that. Don't go loco on us now, Leela. Keep playing the smart way. Maybe this Ombre said he came to war. No, no, he didn't at all. I begin to remember him now. He's a masked hombre that helps the law. I'll shoot. No, you won't. Oh, he drew like lightning. Gun him down, Squint. Gun him. I'll shoot it once. He can't hit all of them. Oh, oh, all you reach. Sheriff, this awful masked man almost scared me to death. I'm so glad you got here. <laughs> She's at it again, Sheriff. You can take on from here. Stop the play acting, woman. Give me that hair oh. of yours. Hey, that's a wig. Why, she isn't a young girl at all. Of course she isn't. Didn't you hear her admit when we listened outside the door that she's the widow bandit? They held up the stagecoach, Sheriff. The money is here in the room. She and the Anson gang accepted your hospitality here. They can still accept it in your jail. All right, let's go, Tonto. Hey, why do you let him walk out, masked like he is? What about that, <laughs> Lady... He's one who can see through the tricks of any crook, male or female. <laughs> you just can't put one over on the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.